Welcome back to Your Journey to Happiness. Today is Season 2, Episode 48, Hope Springs Eternal. I have something to share with you for tonight, and uh, I have a little, I have a new perspective on some things because of the, um, I experienced something in the last few days that was, was kind of weird for me, <clears throat> but you know what, it opened my eyes to something, uh, but before I get into that, uh, let me give you a little, a little update, a little background, so this week was a, a good week for me. I uh, I went to visit my my son in North Carolina, and um, it, that was nice because I haven't seen him since December. This is my older boy who's an EMT in uh, Winston Salem, North Carolina, and um, so I met with him on Monday morning. He, he's been doing like a 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. shift and. He just got off, and I guess he had off for the next couple of days. So we, we spent, uh, you know, a good half day on Monday, which was nice. I We had breakfast together, and then, you know, he brought me up to speed on all the uh, the cool the, the calls he's been on, and he's excited about uh, the, the work he's doing. I'm very proud of him, actually. And, um, you know, then I did some shopping for him, you know, set him up nice with some things like I always do. You know, and then I could see he was starting to fade out. He was getting a little tired. So, uh, and then the next day he was tied up. Even though he was off, he was tied up with some stuff. So there was really no need for me to stick around and spend the night in Winston-Salem. So I also took the opportunity, because if you remember, I, when I spoke a few podcasts ago, I was talking about, you know, it's good to connect, to connect, to reconnect with people in your life, or the few good people in your life. Let's Let's say that, right? So I was excited. This gave me an opportunity to, you know, reconnect with my my older boy. You know, we haven't always had the best relationship. Um, it's probably the best it's like ever been, but again, it's still got to be like arms arms distance. You know, that's just how it is. But we had a good time. We, you know, reconnected, so to speak, if that's what you want to call it, or at least we just got a chance to spend time together. So uh, I'm glad about that. And then I took advantage of the situation that. Uh, my my childhood friend David, who I've known for I don't know what fifty something years, because we're both he's turning sixty, I'm sixty one. I think we knew each other since we were what five years old. We grew up on the same block in Brooklyn, so uh, you know. Uh, so he he was only about five hours away in Atlanta, and uh, I just thought it was a great opportunity to spend you know two days with him, reconnect. I hadn't seen him for five years. So that was good. I did that. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I actually learned some things about myself uh, on this trip. So, um, you know, I spent time with Dave and, and his, his wife. Um, when I met him, well, not met him, when I when I last saw David five years ago, his wife was just his uh, fiance. So, I, you know, I knew, I knew her back then. I met her and, and now they're married. So I had a chance to spend a good two days with him, and my friend David's very into, uh, you know, um, meditation, which is great, and I think he said he's been doing it for about five years, and he goes on these trips to India, like he's really into it, you know, and he's did some things in 
some other retreats in Arizona and Boone, North Carolina. So he's very, very into it. And he seems to be, you know, at, I guess, at peace with it, so to speak, or in the zone with, um, with the things he's getting involved in, the meditation and some other things. And um, so I had the opportunity to spend um, the, the second morning with him. And, and he, he told me a little, bit, a little bit about Tai Chi, which, you know, seemed okay. I've seen people do that in a park in Chinatown and... You know, I never really understood it, never was interested in it, but, you know, it seems to work for people and it seems to be relaxing and, you know, I, I don't, honestly, I don't know if it's for me, you know, but Dave made a good, Dave made a good effort of teaching me a little bit. And, um, and then we did, he did this other thing, tapping and I don't know, some other things, but, but then he, we, we sat down to meditate and he, I guess he try to teach me a little bit about meditation which is something I've always wanted to get into but never made the effort and I gotta I gotta admit that was relaxing for me the meditation and I'm sure I didn't get out of it what what he got out of it because he's been doing it for five years so you know he feels all the energy and he's opening his chakras and all this and that's great I wish I could I hope I could learn how to do that at some point because it seems like it's really good stuff and but I just like the fact that I was able to relax myself for a little bit and be at peace for a little bit it was nice you know and um you know it's weird i i've had this problem with my hip for the last three months i dislocated my my what my sacral iliac joint or something like that and um you know i've been going to a chiropractor and it doesn't seem to be helping it's still painful i mean i can't even tie my left shoe that's how bad it is. So, uh, while I was trying to meditate and being in the zone about it, I was good about it. I, I had my eyes closed the whole time. I was open to it, right? And but but I I couldn't sit comfortably. So I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was fidgety, but I kind of used that opportunity to relax and try and stretch a little bit to get into a comfortable position of some sort where I could just enjoy it and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't know if I was violating any meditation rules by constantly moving, but for me, I was taking an opportunity to stretch, relax, breathe, listen to the the meditation um, session and all that. I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. You know, whether I did it right or wrong, is, I mean, is there a right or wrong way? I don't know. As long as you're at peace, right? Does it then it's successful, right? I guess. So I think it was successful, and you know what? What shocked me, and I don't think it was the tai chi and the tapping and this other st stuff we did. It might have been the combination of meditation and stretching. But when I was putting my shoes back on for the first time in three months, I was able to tie my left shoe without any restriction or any pain. You know, and then of course I got in the car and did a seven-hour ride, you know, from Atlanta to um, Lynchburg, Virginia, and uh, sitting in the car for seven seven hours didn't help. But of course, you know, the, when I got out of, got out of the car for gas, I was in pain again, and it seemed like I couldn't even tie my shoe again. But so you know, but the point is, it was it was nice to it was great that I could tie my left shoe. So I think it's a whole it's really it's a stretching thing for me. But the meditation, you know, put me in that 
gave me that opportunity to stretch and and I actually did it again tonight because um, I'm back I'm back at my safe house now and um, and what I did was um, someone turned me on to this app years ago and I never really took advantage of it but I'm starting to do it now there's a lot of stuff in there so tonight again I tried like tried doing some kind of meditations and again I don't know if I'm doing it the right way and does it really matter so but you know what I relaxed for like a half hour stretched it out and I didn't need to put my shoes on so I don't know if I solved that issue I guess I'll find out maybe tomorrow um, but anyway so so I, you know it was nice it was nice to spend time with David it was nice to, you know, do this meditation thing and maybe get me into it a little bit. In fact, he gave me a book and I was just reading a few chapters of it, which was really kind of on the weird side because it was, I don't know, who, whatever this guru is that wrote this book, he's like, he's teaching me, like he's trying to, to teach me the opposite of everything I, I've learned about love and intimacy and it's kind of throwing me off a little bit, but I don't know, I'm still open to it. But anyways, but the main thing is, let me tell you about the first night I was with Dave and his wife. We went out for dinner. And, you know, I met his wife five years ago when she, she was just living with him, right? And there was never any mention about meditation, healing, you know, um, hearing or seeing spirits or talking to spirits. There was no mention of that from his wife. And now, all of a sudden, five years later, she's a healer and she could read people. So... I don't know how legit this is, but anyway, we went out to dinner in Buckhead, which is a really nice part of Atlanta, right? It was a French restaurant out with an outdoor cafe or an outdoor seating. They had the heaters. It was, it was a good time. Um, the food sucked, actually. The escargot was good, but the salmon was absolutely horrible. Worst I ever had. Worst in my life, honestly. But look, the conversation was good, and, you know... It was going, the conversation was going well, because, you know, I, I know these people. I mean, first of all, I grew up with David, and I, and I met his wife five years ago, right? So we were chatting, and I was, you know, asking them about their, you know, different retreats they've been on and things like that, because that, that interested me, right? And then the conversation got to, for some, I don't know how it, it, it redirected, but it pretty much got then to um, his wife, because I guess now she has this healing business, so I was, you know, chatting with her a little bit about that and, you know, how's it going with that? And then she's telling me she's reading people and healing people and she's doing it virtual. And I'm like, you could read somebody, you know, virtually, like, you know, don't you have to be with them or something? The same room or next to them? And she's like, no, I could just see a picture and all this. So again, I don't know how legit this is, honestly. And I'm, and I'm still on the fence if it's legit or not in, in regards to her. I'll be honest with you. So somehow it led to an impromptu reading of me. And this is where it went horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. It's not what I expected. I didn't want it. I was open to it because I, you know, for years I've always wanted like a reading. Mainly because I don't want to know my future, honestly. I really don't. But I want to like maybe see if my father would present himself and... Because I'm not feeling him or seeing him. I know he's there, but I'm not. I don't. I don't think I'm. You have to be in tune, from what I understand, to see the signs or he, or sense. You you know, like let's say a parent who passed away, something like that. You have to be like open to it. And as much as I say I am, I'm probably not. So that's why I'm. 
you know, since my father passed, I don't think I've ever ever felt him. Honestly, I really don't. I'm sure he's there watching over me, but I'm not in the zone enough to to feel him, right? So, you know, part of me was, you know, always wanted to maybe have a reading done, but, you know, maybe I could, you know, just hear how he's doing. Maybe he could speak to me. I, I don't know, you know, like all this shit you see on TV, right? But anyway, so I ended up getting this impromptu reading, right? Let me just backtrack a little bit, one one point here. Maybe six months ago, when I was still doing some a security gig in Queens, it was right by St. John's University. It was in a Northwell Health uh, practice where, I don't know, one employee got fired and they were afraid he was going to come back and shoot up the place and all this shit. So I was doing a security gig there for a couple of months or a month or so, whatever. And I remember in the morning I'd park my car and, and go to this little deli around the corner from the facility and get my usual egg sandwich on a bagel. And it's funny, like two doors away from the bagel store was this like, you know, typical house with I'm sure some Indian that lived in it or gypsy. And it was, out front was the, the, the billboard or whatever, A-frame board that says, you know, readings and palm readings and all that horse shit that you always see like in, in, in New York City or Queens or whatever, right? And, you know, I remember I would pass that every morning. I remember one morning I said to myself, you know what? I don't want to know my future. I, mean, I said it back then. I, I don't want to know my future because, you know what? I like where I'm at. I like how things are. Like, I don't want to know my future. You know, I know some people want to, but, you know, I don't really feel a need to, honestly. But to move forward now, I do would love to, like, if my dad presented himself and... I could hear something, see how he's doing, if he's okay, or if he approves of me, you know, for once and all that shit. So, anyway, so I end up getting this impromptu reading from David's wife. And uh, it went horribly wrong real fast. And um, I, I don't, I don't know, it's just, I, I wasn't happy with what I heard, and you know, I may have took things wrong, and I really don't want to get into the specifics, but I definitely took it the wrong way what she was telling me. And that's probably part of my personality or part of my insecurity. So the point is this, though. Whether it was whether she was legit or not, and I'm still on the fence about that, but whether she was legit or not, whether it was true, true or in bullshit, I don't like how it made me feel. And I was thinking about that today was when I was driving for a little bit today. You know, I don't... Now I know for sure I don't ever want a reading. I don't. And I'm actually going to a function, I think, next month or maybe the end of this month, I forget, where it's like a reading during the day. You, you know, you pay for the ticket. And I was really going just to really... You know, not for me, but more so for, you know, uh, a good friend of mine that I'm going with. Um, but now it's like I don't even want to go to this thing. But I will. I will. I just hope I don't get picked on. Seriously. Because you know what? After that horrible night, I I, I, def I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to know my future. I don't want to be read. I don't know if there are spirits. I don't want to know if there's spirits near me. I don't want to hear from my father as much as I love him and I would love I used to think I'd love to hear from him. You know what? I learned the other night that I'm good. That I should be content just knowing that my father's okay, he's at peace now, and that he's watching over me. 
I don't need validation like I thought I did that he thinks I'm doing well, that he finally approves of me. You know what? I don't need that. I thought I did, but I don't. I'm just happy knowing that or because I believe that he's watching over me. I'm good. You know, I thought that I want I thought I wanted to hear from him. And but you know what? Now I know I, I don't. Because you know why? Because I don't want to hear that he doesn't approve of what I'm doing right now or that maybe he's not proud of me or that he doesn't approve of, you know, what's what I'm doing right now in my life. I don't want to hear that. I don't. I'd rather him shut up and just watch over me. And I know it sounds a little cold, but honestly, I'd rather have that. I thought it would be all sunshine and rainbows, like Sylvester Stallone would say, and I thought he would say, oh, you know, you're doing great. You, you know, I'm proud of you. But that's not what came out in this reading without getting into specifics. So at this point now, again, whether it was legit or not, whether it was bullshit or not, I didn't like how it made me feel. I don't want to know. Now I don't want to hear from my father. I'd rather him just be there watching over me. That's, I'm good. That's enough for me. And not only with him, I, I don't want to hear about, like, think about, let's say you're in a relationship and this this person who's giving you a reading is now all of a sudden telling you all the shit about you and your insecurities and about maybe the other person's not right for you or or says something that you take wrong and, and uh, look, it could go horribly wrong. I mean, I know I guess they're not supposed to tell you anything negative, but it's not about that. It's about... I think it's about how you take the information. I didn't take this information well. I didn't. And shame on me. I get that. But you know what? I don't want to go through that again. So you know what? No more readings for me. I'm good. I'm good. And and the, and, and the worst part about it for me, I realized, was that the, the reason why I don't want a reading, I don't want to know my future, I don't want to know any of this shit, you know why? I'll tell you why. And that's why I titled the podcast, the, you know, Hope Springs Eternal. Because right now I have hope. Right? I have hope that I'm doing good. I have hope that I'm doing what's right. I have hope that I'm with the right people in my life. I have hope right now. I have hope that the good things in my life are going to be forever. I have hope. For once in my life, I have, I have hope. So I don't need someone to fucking ruin it for me. And, and that's kind of what happened this week. You know, and again, it might be the way I took it. It might be whatever, but I don't want to be in that situation where my hope is shattered because, because that's all I have. All I have right now is hope. I have nothing else. I just have hope that the, the joy I'm feeling now is going to last forever. All I have is hope. I don't need somebody fucking ruining that for me. I really don't. I don't want to know nothing at this point. I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. I, I, I feel love. I have hope. And that's it. I don't want to hear anything else. I don't. I don't want to hear that I'm afraid to be alone. That I need to work on myself. That I have fears. That so-and-so is this or that. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. And that's what happened this week. And it... Oh, it, I swear to God, I went from going pale white as a ghost within five seconds to, to, to tomato red steaming mad. 
And I didn't like that feeling. And again, it's the way I reacted, but I don't need that shit in my life. I thought things were good. I don't want to hear that they're not, or I, want, I don't want to hear something that I perceive it's not good. I don't want, I don't need that in my life. I have hope. I don't need anybody ruining that. Even myself, I don't, I don't want to ruin it myself because I heard something or I perceived something. I don't want that. I like the fact that I, I, I love what's going on in my life right now. If you, if you heard my podcast the other day, I, this is the best year of my life in 61 years. So I don't want to hear anything. I don't want my hopes shattered. Because then I got nothing. Then I'm just some 61-year-old useless old guy. You know? But right now I got hope of being more. Of being more now and, and being more in the future. I have hope. I don't want I don't want anybody taking that away from me. Or I don't wanna I don't wanna be disillusioned about that. No way, fuck that. So I don't know, that's just me. I'm I'm not I'm not into this shit. I don't want any readings, I don't want to know my future. I'm happy waking up every day or going to sleep every night thankful and waking up every day hopeful. I need that in my life right now. I need to wake up with hope. Or else I got nothing. So, anyway, that was my week. So, it was, you know, it was bittersweet. There were some good parts. I learned, I learned some things about myself. You know, possibly some things I didn't want to know. But, you know, this was a good week. I mean, I guess I needed to experience this. Whether it was legit or not, I guess I needed to experience what I experienced this week. So, um, you know, it gave me a, little, a different perspective. And, um, you know, maybe I should make some changes, but you know what? Um, I know one thing for sure. I just want to keep hoping because that's all I got. So I don't know. I just wanted to share this with you. I don't, wouldn't even begin to say, don't do this, do that. No, this is strictly personal. And um, I just, now I realize how precious the hope that I have is because you know someone and including myself and I don't I don't ever want to be in that situation absolutely not I don't want to feel that ever again because once my hope is gone I got nothing I'm just some old useless guy at that point and that's not a good feeling anyway That's my story this week, and I'm sticking to it. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the weekend, and I will chat with you manana.